0: Hello, you're listening to The Woman, brought to you by journalists and best mates, Frankie Grannon, that's her, and Charlie Gowns-Eglinton, that's me. Hello Francesca, how are you? Good
1: morning, I'm well, how are you?
0: Yes, fine,
1: thank you.
0: A little hungover. No, are you? Just a touch. Oh
1: my gosh, what happened? Well, I went to
0: a Thanksgiving dinner last night. Glorious. Ate some yams, delicious, pumpkin pie, delicious. Is it delicious? Yeah, it's very sweet, but this one was homemade by my friends who can cook.
1: So yeah, it was banging. And it's actual pumpkin in pastry. Uh Uh-huh. Pureed. Sure. Not just (laughs) chunky cut. And what's the accompaniment? Because, you know, like sticky toffee pudding would be perhaps ice cream. Apple crumble would be custard. We didn't have, but consensus around the table
0: was that whipped cream would have been good. Oh, like Like squirrehy. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, American. Yeah, that feels very American. (laughs) Oh, delicious. I mean, obviously, with their beautiful Thanksgiving tables, if anyone was listening to this, they'd be like, we don't do squirty cream at the Thanksgiving table. But it would have been banging. Mm. But it was delicious. Just drank a fair amount of red wine. I feel, as we're going into party season, after two years without a party season, that my social stamina is not great. You're not match fit. I'm not match fit. I'm feeling like I'm getting little sniffles.
1: I'm feeling
0: tired all the time.
1: I've got shit chat. (laughs) How are you getting on? We went to a work dinner last week and I was chatting to two people who are in the industry. Really lovely. We were chat, chat, chatting away. And then it came to my turn to add something to the conversation and I had nothing. You know, when you're just like, wow, (laughs) this is a long time. Nothing came to me. Perfect. I kind of said everything I had to say in the first five seconds, because that's the time it takes for me to relay anything interesting that's going on in my life. And then I was like, cool, just going to go and sit down, which is what happened. Well, on the walk to that
0: dinner, I had to do a mental check-in, because I'd worked from home that day, so I hadn't spoken out loud. And so sometimes your voice comes out really funny and garbled and voice-breaking. Hello. So on the way, I was saying out loud to myself as I walked down the street, have you spoken today? Just to check. But then I realised I'd had a little sing-song in the shower.
1: So actually fit as a fiddle on that front. Your full range was in. Yeah. Oh, I haven't had such a full, festive diary in years. Mm -hmm. And I'm really going for it in my wardrobe as well. I'm going full. Right. Because... I've always loved dressing up but I think the thing especially with living in London everyone plays it down like it's cool to dress low-key so I feel like most of my 20s I didn't really do like full party dress you know you kind of go to shops and see all the sequins and the fun bits but then I just feel like well where am I wearing that because whenever I'm going out I'm putting on jeans and perhaps a bit of a fun top but that's it. Really, maybe a big earring, perhaps a party shoe, perhaps not. So, I feel like I haven't lived that flamboyant, opulent moment, you know? Right. (laughs) But I really want. (laughs) So, this year, I'm such a magpie for stuff. Love that. Going a full Bob Mackie. Full Bob Mackie, because my birthday is in December. Everything I've asked for is bedazzled.
0: I thought you didn't know what you wanted.
1: Well, I've had i I've asked you and I've got a... Nary a tip. Well, I guess it's because it's Black Friday or it's Black Friday week, month, whatever it is now. Cyber. That's so long. End of the world. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll have a little look. Big pair of earrings I've asked for. Sparkly party bag I've asked for. I went and bought in mango. I actually went into a shop and bought some mango kitten heels. Covered in crystals, one's obviously already pinged up. I saw them on your
0: Instagram stories. I know, aren't they funny? A
1: mule. A mule. A kitten heel mule. What an insensible it's option. Very flip flappy. And I wore them out on Saturday as the debut outing. And I was going to wear a tight with them, singular. You need the grip, babe. Eh? I can't do a stockinged foot in a mule. Mm-mm. These are going to be flinging off. We did train on the way there, bus on the way back. So there was some walking involved. So I had to do a barefoot. Today I'm paying for it. I was late coming to this recording because I suddenly looked at the kitchen floor and just saw a trail of blood. But what on earth no. happened? It's a foot wound from my mule. Classic you. That I've re-agitated this morning everywhere. Why do feet bleed so much? They don't. It's you. <laughs> Have I just got really runny this is blood? So
0: vintage, Francesca Grand. I love it.
1: <laughs> anyway, party shoes ultimately do hurt. I do need to embrace
0: party season more than I have because I just keep getting ready in the morning and hating what I'm wearing. What happened to all my clothes? I feel like I'm thrown in flux again because we had sudden switch to work from home. Everything was comfy, cozy. Then we were walking everywhere. Mm. everything was really relaxed i don't know how to dress up anymore mm. and loads of what i do have dressy upy stuff is a little bit more corporate
1: from being not, in an office yeah like not yeah. proper corporate but a bit too grown up i know what you mean suddenly blazers and jeans which once upon a time i would have been like mm, french now i put on and i'm like oh middle management yeah yeah Even though they're a big thing with the influencers, but they are all about 15 years younger than us. Yeah, so... I mean, maybe that's the thing. Maybe by the time you've got a 35-year-old head popping out of the collar. It's not a bad
0: thing to look like you've got a corner office. It's just (laughs) not my vibe when I'm in the pub. I don't want to look like I've come from the corner office.
1: But then, see, I'm feeling this way about blow dries. I've always felt they made me look a bit frumpy. yeah. And I've been going for glossy Chelsea woman. And I just look like I'm middle-aged all of a sudden. But I went and had my hair cut the other day and she did a blow-dry. I was just like, I can't have done hair. It's too ageing now. And it's not that, you know, when I used to have it done in my 20s, it looked like someone had put an older person's hair on my head. It looks appropriate with my face, but that's not the look I want to go for. I don't feel cool and edgy and young, you know? Christ! I can't even remember what I was writing about the other day. But
0: something I wrote makes you look like a Tory MP. Because that is a fear me, person mine. No. One. <laughs> Slash me. I feel, especially if you've got brunette hair, you're white. Mm. Is it a bit home counties? Maybe it's a bit home counties. Yeah. But I feel I can very easily stray into Tory MP with a blow dry and a seffin dress god
1: forbid you wore a brooch the wrong ankle Charlie. boot
0: i wore a brooch that dinner oh yeah you did i liked that yeah. you did it's a big you... glittery beetle see that's
1: party i
0: think you did really well there thanks i was wearing my trainers though well it's just it was raining. yeah and i think i wore a macintosh lovely but it was raining
1: <laughs> but i did
0: tabletop dressing as i then called it in the times thank you thank you very much yeah so from across the table I looked great.
1: It was only when I stood up that you saw I'd worn trainers because it was raining. High-low mix. I think that's called. It's a very savvy style trick. Before we depart from party dressing, I've had an about turn on shapewear. Yes. Right? Here we go. You know I'm a fan. I know. And I have never been, partly because desperately uncomfortable and mainly because uncomfortable with the idea that you have to remould your body and make it smaller. But that shapewear has changed so much since Spanx came into the frame and I think it was launched in the year 2000. It's changed so much now with Skims and Yitty, Lizzo's shapewear brand and even Heist, those amazing tights that are actually so good. And I actually bought some Skims and I, I adore it. It's because I had to borrow your shapewear for that shoot I did when I was in a skiing onesie. If you've ever doubted the intimacy of our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My crotch has been where your crotch has been. <laughs> exactly. Fine. But in front of the camera, you know,
0: cameras aren't kind. But also it just feels secure. It, like, yeah. I yeah. don't like a low cut knicker these days. I don't know what I was ever thinking. It doesn't need to be a holding knicker, but I just want to be able to tuck my whole tummy in. You yeah.
1: Know? Absolutely. I want
0: it to hit... At am a waistline.
1: What I've always enjoyed about tight season is that you can yank your tights up mm. so that they join the bottom of your bra and you're kind of in like a full body stocking. So it's essentially that same thing. And I absolutely adore them. And I've worn them twice now for an evening engagement. That. It is a faff when you need a wee. The Skims one do have the sort of wee hole, but I don't trust myself. It's tricky. Mm.
0: It's more just that you can't trust your vagina because sometimes your flow is just in another direction the angle is a surprise it's unpredictable you would think gravity straight down no <laughs> sometimes just a jet spring on in another direction and you can't predict I'm quite good at the wee hole but I've had an accident before <laughs>
1: Well, the other night I did tights and spanks and it took me honestly about 35 (laughs) minutes to have away. (laughs) I've done spanks under a jumpsuit before. awful. 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 I'm really pleased about it because also it's a good base layer for warmth. Totally. Put your shapewear base layer on. Golden. Yes.
0: I'm so glad you're on board. Yeah, welcome.
1: Thanks, thank you so much.
0: While we're on festivities, I saw a headline on Stylist, I did also read the piece, but it was the headline that really got me thinking. It's one of their Honest Boss series, where people talk about finances and careers. The headline was, help, I earn the least in my friendship group and have serious salary envy. And I was just thinking about it in terms of this time of year when suddenly you're going out loads. Mm. This year especially, some people's mortgages have just gone way up. I'm concerned my rent might go up. Everyone's bills are going up. Everything is more expensive. Croissants have gone through the roof. I was having a discussion with my friend Ellen the oh other day. Dear. Through the roof. She went to Jolene. They'd put it up to £3. Two weeks later, she went back
1: £3.20. Two price rises in a month. No one could afford that. That is ridiculous. The place where I get my croissants. The price hasn't gone up, but the croissants got smaller. I'd say it's almost halved in size. That is shocking. It is, isn't it?
0: I had a pan of chocolate yesterday mm. from a new source to add to the ranking system. It was banging. It was a triple chocolate pan of shock, which I couldn't tell from looking inside it. But Ella, this same conversation that we were having about pastries, she was telling me about one where they have dark, milk, and white chocolate. Oh, interesting. It might have been from there, it was at Brunswick East next to Hackney Downs Park. Triple chocolate pan of chocola delicious, enormous, Mm. like a meal, can recommend. Yum.
1: But how are you feeling about going out, restaurant bills? I kind of fluctuate between ultimate terror and then deciding just to really not think about it, which I don't think either of those are particularly balanced or healthy attitudes to have. I mean, I'm definitely in a bit of a fuck it mode. I think because we haven't been out for two years because of the pandemic, Obviously also Alfie is now at an age where it's so much easier to leave him with a babysitter. So I feel like it's kind of the first Christmas again in two years that we've been able to sort of leave him at home and go out. So I'm so desperate to do that. And as we were discussing the other night, my taste level has gone from happy to just be in a low key, nice environment, but chic and relaxed. I now want high octane razzle-dazzle, central London, lights, champagne. You feel like you're in a poirot. I do, exactly. Which I guess is probably why I also want to dress like I'm in a poirot as well with the earrings and the accessories and blah, 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 blah. I feel like life has been so starved of that glamour that now I'm so desperate for it. And obviously Christmas is the perfect time for it because it's so twinkly anyway. But then it is coming at the worst time financially. Christmas is a stretch, Normally you're buying presents, you're spending bits on decorations and blah blah blah. And obviously, nationally with the economy, we're all in the bin.
0: I feel like I have lost love for the middle section of restaurants. So I either want fancy Poirot restaurant, twinkly, silver service, silver service, delightful but obviously expensive and a treat. Or I want that pizza restaurant that we love, Sweet Thursday. Mm, So good. Relatively inexpensive. You can get in and out of there without spending too much money. Went to an amazing Korean place a couple of weeks ago. We Went for like a fancy drink. And then to this delicious Korean place for dinner. And had bibimbap and seafood pancakes and Korean fried chicken. Delicious things for less than 40 quid for two people. And... I feel like I just don't get the in-between now because you used to be able to go to an independent restaurant and we're very lucky we've got a lot around us and it was a treat obviously and you couldn't afford to do it all the time but those restaurants I don't feel they used to be that expensive you could get a bottle of wine for 16 quid you weren't necessarily spending 50 60 quid for just your portion of the bill Obviously, those businesses are going to be hit incredibly hard with the price of all their ingredients going up, struggling to maybe get labour, struggling to fill their staff rotors up. Potentially, their rent is going up on their building. I understand all of that. and I understand why costs are going up. But it doesn't seem feasible for me because suddenly your local restaurant that was a treat, but not crazy expensive, costs the same as going to a glitzy London restaurant, which obviously is a, half a much bigger machine, when you're buying things in bulk, the price comes down, et cetera, et cetera. Or has outside investors to be able to weather that storm. But that's what I'm kind of worried about, whether or not we're going to lose those middle restaurants. The middle ground. Because I just can't afford to pop in now. No. And think, oh yeah, lovely, let's go for dinner. It's now something that I have to financially plan around. Yeah, and lots of people are gonna be in that
1: yeah, no, position. Totally.
0: Who weren't necessarily before because I'm not making less money than I was before and I'm lucky that so
1: far my work has been stable, but But you're not making more money and everything is going up. Even if you're fortunate enough for your incomings to be the same and they haven't dipped, everything's shot up. So you're like, Okay, but my money's just not going as far as what it used to. Yeah.
0: And your small luxuries are costing more. It's all adding up. Supermarket bills costing more. I just feel like this Christmas kind of party season, as we're doing more and more things and my diary is booking up, I am starting to feel a bit nervous Mm. about how much everything is costing and wondering where I can (laughs) peel back some money. Yeah. It's difficult because we missed two years. So I do want that so much. I want to be out all the time. And I think probably so many people are feeling like that. You just want to be celebrating all the time. But
1: then where do you find that money? It's really cruel timing that it happened like that. There's an interesting piece that relates to this. It was on Dazed. It's called Treat Yourself, The Rise of Emotional Spending Among Young People. It's by Serena Smith. Delighted to read that Millennials has also been included in this younger I was, people i was like oh it would just be about Gen said no <gasps> it's about millennials Oof, thank god gorgeous thank you so thank much gosh. but by the sounds of it this writer serena is in her 20s or at least she was asking colleagues and people she knew who were also in their 20s how they're approaching spending at the moment and the kind of overwhelming consensus is this slightly devil may care attitude of splashing out on little luxuries because there's almost no sense in saving for the house deposit. the big... well, yeah, I was
0: starting to think maybe I'll be able to get there in two years' time. And now with the interest rates through the roof, yeah, the affordability of anything has gone down so much that I could afford
1: to borrow so much less that
0: it's no longer a one bedroom
1: flat Yeah, in London. It reminded me of when we hit, I guess, our mid-twenties and there was that whole thing about, oh, if millennials would just stop buying avocado on toast... They'd all be able to buy houses, and it was like, well, you'd have to give up. That's yes. your daughter of a lord. That is referenced in this piece. And the writer points out that there was some sort of study done, and you'd have to give up your weekly dominoes for 125 years to be able to scrape together the average amount that you need for a deposit in London. And I remember people were so like, God, millennials, they're just always buying coffee and they're buying brunch. And it sounds like Gen Z are in the same boat of like, well, I can't afford the house, the car, those pillars of what adult life was supposed to be. So I am going to go and have that ratty drink. I am going to go and buy that posh hand soap. I can't blame anyone for doing that. And I know it's kind of on the surface it sort of feels like irresponsible spending and you know there's a line of spending beyond your means and getting yourself into debt and I think the buy now pay later thing all of those services is a worry and especially now when people are feeling very financially vulnerable. So I think there is a kind of sticky situation you can really easily get yourself in. But then I'm like god if you've had a crappy day at work or well, you've switched on the news and it's doom 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 and then you're going back to a home that is not ideal, your bills are going up, you can't switch the bloody heating on for fear of a whacking bill, of course you're going to go and buy that nice bottle of wine from the shop and the jazzy ravioli for dinner.
0: Our poverty level is so shockingly high at the moment, and we're in such a privileged position that you read those headlines about the cost of living crisis. And I kind of think, oh, but it's not really me because yes, okay, I'm trying not to use my heating, but I can afford to pay my rent and I can afford to sometimes put my heating on and I can afford to do my weekly food shop and I don't have to decide between heating and food. But the amount of people impacted is spreading so much and hopefully that will change the way that people vote because they're actually impacted perhaps for the first time by this Tory government and what they have been doing to our economy but I do think there is this kind of middle portion of people who are making enough money to go out for dinner occasionally or have those kind of comfortable trappings but we don't have the financial security and so for me long term that's a real worry because if I can't afford to buy a house and I don't have a private pension what am I looking at in 30 years time? when I hit retirement age. But for right now, there's not so much I can do about that. I can't afford the house and it's not because I'm buying coffee. So sometimes I just buy the wine because at least the wine makes me feel a bit successful and nice because I get to go into the deli and think, oh yeah, I worked really hard this week. So I'm going to have a little joyful treat. I did actually get a targeted ad this morning on my social media from WeWork. They were saying, we've got power outlets and heating. You can come work in our WeWork studio so you don't have to heat your house and switch off all your switches and sit in the dark. Suddenly though, if everyone is going to be working from a cafe or a shared working space, that's going to be a completely different landscape as well because freelance used to be quite an unusual thing. But now so many people work from home or remotely, at least part of the time. And offices have downsized and sometimes you're on a
1: rotary, you can't go in five days a week.
0: So suddenly that might become kind of
1: really normal. I like working from a cafe. I don't like the anxiety of having ordered a cup of tea. I'm quite a fast drinker. So I can polish off a cup of tea in probably seven minutes. So then I've got another 53 minutes of an hour to fill when I want to be working. But I'm not drinking a cup of tea because you can't buy more than... One hot drink an hour. Yeah. So then I have to really pace myself in the hot drinks, but then I'm really, you know, aware that for the majority of the hour, people are looking at me without a hot drink thinking, hmm, should she be in here? Cafe owners will be a bit more... Can we call them (laughs) cafe Maybe you'll be a bit more lenient. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to make any money. But I worked from the National Gallery twice last week. I love that. It was an absolute delight. How are the chairs? Because this is always my issue. The chairs are never comfortable. Well, the thing is, is my work situation at home is also desperately uncomfortable. So I'm not used to any level of back support when working. (laughs) So I'm just like, oh, fuck it. I'll balance on a stool, honestly. I'm numb back there. I don't know. I think it was quite comfortable. The toilets were nice. The good thing about the National Gallery is that... In the week, certainly, it's full of an older demographic who have much more leisure time to go and observe the Masters. And they love a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and a cake. Brilliant. They love sitting and writing a postcard. They're not in a rush. So they kind of hang around a bit in the cafe. You can build up a rapport with the person next to you. Uh I had a lovely lady ask me for a pen so that she could write her postcard. I had one. So... Then she was able to then watch my stuff while I nipped to the loo. It was just a nice tit for tat situation, and then I felt very cultured and inspired, being <laughs> in such grand surroundings. Chaz, before we go any further, hit me. I want to officially welcome you to Sagittarius season.
0: Oh, uh, God, alright.
1: My time of the year to shine. <laughs> Happy nearly birthday! Thank you so much on instagram it was sagittarian season uh, which i think is widely regarded as the best star sign to be is it yep yeah, yep yeah, it's fact so i'm just going to read you out what we can all look forward to for the next three to four weeks where's this from um <laughs> <laughs> it might be from refinery 29 it could be from cosmo i don't know one of those places <laughs> that do star signs
0: you have to quote your sources
1: <laughs> i'll find it later and i'll put the link in the notes if anyone cares anyway here we go sagittarius is the sign of intellect thank you philosophy freedom liberty and truth making it the most idealistic zodiac sign no matter how tough life may seem at the moment we will be able to land on our feet manifest abundance and take rewarding risks throughout the lucky days ahead Not only will the vibe be chiller, but we want to take on more projects at work to keep busy and connect with people who inspire us to do the same. Since Sagittarius is ruled by the expansive planet Jupiter, I just don't even know what that means, we could find ourselves gambling against the house, looking at the bigger picture of matters, not adhering to the norms of society, enjoying the good life and partying until the crack of dawn. Maybe this explains my overwhelming desire for razzled hours. Yeah, but you don't party until the crack of the dawn these oh, days. Oh, righty-no. You know. <laughs> Half eleven bedtime. Of course, Sagittarius season could urge us to stay at home, experiment with exotic spices while cooking, and play epic music or read a great non-fiction book. So niche. <laughs> In order to truly embrace the Sagittarius sentiment, it's essential to live and let live. How fun does that sound though?
0: What does that even mean?
1: Live it's and essential let live. To live and let live. Live and what? let live. What? Get your ground ginger down and pop it in your spag bowl. I'm now on principle going to under season
0: all of my food. <laughs> what does it even mean? <laughs> it is fun to have a party season birthday though. I just am bitter, obviously, as a February the 6th. Coldest time of the
1: year. I know. Birthday person. I know. Look, at least you're not January. And I'm sorry if anyone listening is a January baby, but I'm sure you'll agree it's a tricky time. The to worst. Celebrate your birthday. The
0: worst. I am interested in a piece I read in the Times this morning. Kevin Mayer has written about Camilla Parker Bowles. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of having ladies in waiting, she's rebranding it as Queen's
1: companions. That's nice. Queen's they companions. will not have a salary. Oh. did they used but, to? I don't know because it seems mean if they've taken the salary away but it's not a full time job they're just going to
0: be accompanying her to key events for moral support <laughs> there's six of them and expenses are covered I love that it's like a Boots Here <laughs> come the girls ad <laughs> I mean that's just having friends right? it is just having friends but your family is paying for their drinks lovely so from a friend's point of view that's an interesting power dynamic also because they're named your potty so it's like being the most popular girl in
1: school and then having backup dancers got it it's always the same six it's not a rotation she's been like you 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 you." she's chosen them
0: right i mean obviously they could have fallings out etc it's a weird power dynamic Mm. has that always been their power dynamic were they all on level pegging is everyone's ego okay with that is that something she's considered but interesting imagine just having a little posse and you paid all their expenses when they accompanied you to park i mean
1: fantastic it would be like you know when we all turned 16 and 18 and then you realized who had rich parents because they could pay for the pizza express meal yeah you know and you didn't have to put in your 20 quid it would be like that so sorry that i've never paid anyone back (laughs)
0: A holiday, you know, <laughs> my parents invite us to this holiday house that they own.
1: Sorry, <laughs> I can offer you my friendship. Dazzling conversation. That is it. Other question Do these people have jobs? Because obviously, you've got to really be quite flexible with your diary. What if there was a clash and you were like, Oh, I've actually got a really big meeting that day, I can't shelve it to go and Cut the red ribbon or stand behind you whilst you cut the red ribbon Watch of this. Watch you cut the red ribbon of this new and make library. appreciative sound. Yeah. And then suggest a drink afterwards. I don't know if they've got jobs. Obviously, this isn't
0: a salaried job. But then I'm just going to go out on a limb here and assume that Camilla's friends might be from a comfortable <laughs> economic background.
1: Could be wrong. But you know, what if one of them needs to take the dog to the vets? I bet that happens. Or like a horse to the vets.
0: Yes, I'm imagining that that for key events, I imagine it's not daily. And I'm sure Camilla would understand. A horse? Of course it's got to go to the vet immediately. (laughs) But they've probably got a living vet. Do people have living vets?
1: I'm sure you could. Horse people? If you had a large enough menagerie. It's like when I'm trying to think of a girl group. You know, when like Girls Aloud performed and the one was, I was missing girls allowed to. because one was poorly, but then there was all the speculation over, oh, actually, is it because so-and-so can't bear to be on the stage with so-and-so? There's been a big falling out. What if that scenario happened? Only five Queen's companions turned up. The sixth one is getting her horse wormed, but no one believes it. They think she's livid with Camilla or another one for something that was said. Wow. Dramatic. Wow, dramatic. So dramatic. Yes, maybe one of them will leave the band. Also, will they coordinate outfits? Well, this is the thing. Because then you tip into bridesmaid, bride dynamic. As the bride, being Camilla, you don't want bridesmaids upstaging the show. As a bridesmaid, you don't constantly be wanting to wear the shit version of what Camilla's wearing. So that's difficult. What if one is just naturally... Looks great in a midi dress and bolero. Pashmina, surely. Lovely. Bet they wear brooches.
0: 100%. Yeah. I really hope we get to see more of it. I want to see pictures. I want to be talked through. The social standing of everyone. P.S. I checked. Kirsty of
1: father is a baron. Anyone who's got that much time for crafting has come from a wealthy background, I would suggest.
0: I would suggest that too. However, I still love Location, Location,
1: Location. Oh yeah. And There's a new series. Kirsty's Homemade Christmas.
0: Yeah, I feel like they ran slightly out of steam on that one because it got to the point where you were learning a new craft and today's craft, we're going to be taking carrot peelings and molding them to Santa figures that look like melted nightmares. <laughs> 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 because once you've done the biggies... Yeah, once you've done like a paper garland, painting. <laughs> <laughs> where do you go from there? <laughs> but yeah, enjoyable to an extent. Side note It's actually been out So I don't know why I've just seen it There's a trailer For the new series of You Which starts on February the 10th Exciting It's in London No Yes Is it still Dan Humphreys? Yeah That took me a minute Because I was like Is that his name? I never watched Gossip Girl We've just seen Some new characters Introduced They're all in this room That looks like A Soho House Kind of club room With some mismatched very British interiors. Maybe a leather club chair over there. Maybe some lamps from Ochre. He's a professor with a beard and hanging out with these British people. It looked like a Made in Chelsea promo. Brilliant. Thrilled about it. What a mash-up. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Very good series. And um, Also, if anyone wants to read anything, on the cut they've got this new series called Both Sides of a Breakup, which is great. They've got two people to talk about the end of their relationship. And you have people, it was the breakdown of a marriage, people had children, all over the shop. So interesting. People are being very really interesting. honest. And obviously, with some of them, people are actually being quite kind to each other. But lots of them, remarkable lack of self-awareness. Really, absolutely going for it. Which is really enjoyable to read. And there's a really good one. Both sides of a friendship breakup that's just gone online which I also loved reading about because I think lots of people will be going through that in this kind of post-pandemic world yeah 100% friendships have changed
1: people have moved away everything's kind of shifted people, people are, are different life stages all of a sudden suddenly
0: completely different life stages yeah exactly like you and I are barely friends anymore <laughs>
1: we just drag ourselves together which for is this a shame power every week but <laughs> We manage. I think that's absolutely fascinating. I mean, obviously,
0: I enjoy that I get to write about things that happen to me from my point of view. And mostly people can't share their version. Only my version is published. So I do enjoy that. But for other people, I like hearing both sides of the story. Not Mm. for me, but for other people.
1: Well, I think always interesting when two people's versions of the same event... Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Some real car crash stuff in there as Ooh. well. Where you're kind of shouting at your
0: laptop or wherever you're reading. When someone's discussing it and saying, I could tell this wasn't working out, we were fighting about X, Y, and Z, they were never home, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, okay. And then they're like, and then we found out we were pregnant. No. And you're,
1: like, oh no. God. Yeah. There is nothing like reading about other people's disasters to make you feel better about life. Yeah. Okay, I'll read that. Thank you so much.
0: You're so welcome.
1: I've gone full nasal now, so I think we probably need to sign off. Thank you all so much for listening, for joining us. It's been a pleasure.
0: Shout out to Thames Water for stopping drilling. Oh, yeah. For this hour-long period. It
1: was touch and go.
0: Thank you so much, Tense Water. Although maybe if you worked a little bit faster, you would be outside my house for a month. If you'd like to hear more from us, please rate with you and subscribe.
1: (laughs) We'll be back in a fortnight. Until then, ta-ra. Bye.